Welcome in to Cut to the Chase. Again, I'm your host, Chase Williams. Alongside me today, I have my good friend, Matthew Manette. Matt, how are you? You know what? I can't complain. That's what we like to hear. We're in the middle of just literally like sports season right now. We got the Stanley Cup playoffs going on with the Dallas Stars up one to nothing. We had a game winner from Anthony Davis in the Western Conference Finals to put the Lakers up 2-0 over the Denver Nuggets. Then we got the Eastern Conference Finals with my Miami Heat leading the Boston Celtics 2-1. Of course, base I'm uh, not baseball season, excuse me. Football season going on with the NFL in week two. Uh, the Big Ten announces they're coming back to play college football in the middle of October. Um, a lot of crazy stuff going on in the sports world. But today, I'm with my baseball friend. So we're going to talk some baseball. And to start it off, I want to talk about the Yankees. Um, you know, I'm a very generic baseball fan. I keep up with what's going on. But I, I will admit I've not watched a single game this year. And all I knew coming into the season was pretty much the Yankees were going to dominate the American League and the Dodgers are going to dominate the um, National League. And looking at this playoff picture thing that Matt sent me, the Yankees are not the first seed in the American League. So let's talk about that a little bit. So first off, they are coming off a 10-game win streak. They are kind of getting hot at the right time as the playoffs are just a few weeks away. But would you say this season has been a little bit of a disappointment because everyone, I think literally everyone expected them to run away with the American oh, League yeah. during the regular season. And they expect that again of the playoffs and we'll see what happens. But would you say that their regular season at least has been a little bit of a disappointment? I think I think it is if you're a diehard Bronx fan. But if you look at the track record of the big sluggers on the team, Aaron Judge, he cannot stay healthy. They, they've dealt with so many injuries, and if, if you're surprised by that this year, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I wasn't surprised at all. So, disappointment, probably not to me, but to the Yankees fans, probably. Okay, I, I respect that answer. So, you elaborated a little bit on what I was going to ask you next, but I will I will try to put a little bit of my own baseball knowledge in. I agree exactly with what you said about, like, they do have a little bit of an injury-prone lineup. Um, We've seen Judge. We've seen Stan. They both are used to being on the disabled list, which is a disappointment because even though I kind of, if I were to hate a team in the MLB, it would be the Yankees. No, it's the Astros. They are fun to watch. That's true. I think (laughs) everyone hates the Astros, but, like, because I what got me into ever, like, even caring about baseball is David Ortiz and the Red Sox, like, The Yankees have a special place of just hatred in my heart. I think that's true of almost every Red Sox fan. But, again, as you mentioned, they have been injured this year. I mean, we're looking at the disabled list from throughout the year. Stanton was on the 10-day DL early August. Then we saw Judge go on it a few days later on the 12th. And then you go to the end of August, and Judge is right back on it after being off for four days. So, like, they have their two big hitters, their heavy hitters, have not been healthy. Opening day, their pitcher, uh, Takanaka, was on the 10-day DL for a concussion, and I totally just butchered his name, but <laughs> that's all right. Um, we're just gonna going to keep going. Wait, August, sir, they had, they had three, of their, three of their pitchers go out. Yeah, and that's tough, like, especially, like, when I think of pitching, like, that's the last position I could see, like, myself even trying to attempt in baseball like again me and baseball do not correlate well but like 
I have mad respect for pitchers and like everything that goes on to it. I cannot imagine losing yeah. three pitchers in one season, even if it's just for a little, a little bit. Well, of you time. think about the pitching it's... routine. So, all right, let's let's rewind. Let's throw it back to the first spring training. Okay, so they've mm-hmm. been working their tails off throughout the off season. They've been getting their arms ready. Then they they start the spring training routine as normal. Then they get shut down. Cold turkey, they got to go home. And and now they're, you know, they're still probably doing stuff to keep warm. But, you know, not the normal stuff that they're doing in April, May, in June, even early July. Yep. Like, their arms, like, I'm surprised there's not more pitchers on this list. I understand that. And, like, I think that's a good point. And kind of, like, I'm going to throw a curveball here. I wasn't expecting to ask you this, but, like, do you think that just having that time off and them not playing baseball at the beginning of the season and having that big break, like, throws off? Like, obviously, like, I think everyone was a little bit curious about injuries. Like, we've seen it with the NFL, especially today and Sunday week two. Like, there were so many injuries Mm -hmm. that happened, and a lot of people are saying that's because they didn't have, like, a proper, like, run-up to the season. But do you think – that there's a lot of factors, including injuries and like just like not being like they probably don't have MLB ballparks in their backyard that they get to practice oh, yeah. on. Like, is that affecting a lot of the teams? Do you think as well? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So right now you have teams like the Marlins, who are fifth in the seating for the wild card series. Like the Marlins were near dead last last season you have these teams that aren't normally in the playoff picture in the playoff picture due to injury so yeah i think i think it's gonna change the forecast of who wins the world series honestly because you have verlander who's out through 2021 uh i think that happened today today as in sunday uh but it's just the amount of injuries is crazy and I think you can contribute that to COVID related. It's crazy how literally every little thing in our world is just, it comes back to COVID right now. It really does run our life. I think we'll be hearing that word oh. for many years. I I do agree with that. I very much do agree with that. And you touched on the injuries as to part of the reason why they maybe aren't on top of the American League right now. And my next question is, why aren't they on top of the American League? So, obviously injuries, but, like, are other play, like other teams just playing better baseball than them, in your opinion? Are you surprised? Like, what is it? Why aren't they the top team in the American League? Because they are good from top to bottom, even when they are missing two of their best players. Sure. So, the Rays have not – They the past two seasons have been dominant – They've really had the short stick when it comes to being in the playoffs. They, they're ninety plus win ball club, and they're getting snubbed out of the playoffs. It sucks for them. So I'm glad. I'm glad the Rays are doing well because, because, you know, they've been snubbed. Uh, you go down the list. Now you got the White Sox. The White Sox are completely, you know, they're they're blowing my mind. Anyways, we're gonna yeah, talk yeah, we'll talk about, about them. Tim Anderson's a, a, a monster. Anyways, <laughs> uh, then you got the A's. A's are very unexpected for me. I didn't expect that at all. But anyway, Yankees. Then you got and... the Yankees at four. I think they have the hitting. They don't have the pitching. 
And having okay. having those pitchers out there in late August for so we have James Paxton on the sixty day injured list. You're probably not gonna see him. Mm-hmm. You'll be lucky to see him later on. I don't know if we will or not, but now we're starting to get them back a little bit. So we'll see if their pitching continues, then we'll see what happens. But I think that's their that's their weak weak point right now and why they're not, you know, first in the league. Yeah, I I agree. I don't know too much about their pitching situation. I do know they picked up Garrett Cole. Yep. I also find it very interesting that the only guy that had, at least as of a few days ago, that had two complete game shutouts was Garrett Cole. And fun fact, he had never pitched a nine-inning game. He had pitched a five-inning and a seven-inning <laughs> game. But both of those, one of those being called off due to weather and one of those being called off because it was a doubleheader, which is only seven innings this year. Complete game, The other thing I want to mention, yeah. And the other thing I want to mention about, like, obviously you look at this playoff bracket that we have in front of us, and the Yankees are at four, but I believe each of the divisional winners do get one, two, and three, no matter what. So that could be, Mm. like, I believe they are right neck and neck with the Rays right now. I'm going to pull up the standings very, very quickly. Um, But I believe they're just, yeah, I mean, okay, they're three and a half games back, but they are also... um, Never mind. Maybe they just are the four seed. I might be talking out my ass right now. <laughs> um, but sometimes that happens again. I'm not your baseball man, but that's okay. Here we are doing a baseball podcast because we love it. And to wrap up the whole thing with the Yankees is we talked about this a little bit with the fact that there is going to be a bubble for the playoffs. Um, the World Series is going to be in Arlington's uh, trailer park, a.k.a. Um, the Texas Rangers new uh, stadium that I just, I think looks awful. And really? But we're, I mean, it, it, I like it. I thought it, it looks, looks great. Like, it looks, it looks like a tin can mortar building type thing. In my opinion, yeah. it's interesting. Um, it's got a lot of cool things on the inside, but from the outside, it's not my favorite, right, especially compared to new, to new uh, football. Stadiums. Yeah, oh yeah. But very unimportant. True. LA Rams. Unimportant. Yeah, the Rams do have a beautiful right. stadium. Stadium. So does the Vegas Raiders. Concept but art hell, for the we'll athletics do... looks great too. I don't know if you've seen that. Uh, we'll do a whole podcast on new stadiums, yeah. I guess. But it, we're expecting a hitter's ballpark for the playoffs. With the fact that they are going to be in a bubble and playing the same mm-hmm. thing, we expect lots of home runs, or at least I do. Mm-hmm. And so, with that being said, do the Yankees have a chance still to win the World Series this year? In your opinion? Yeah, there's always a chance. You know, Cubs Cubs said it for years. I would I wouldn't put money on them winning the World Series. They they don't I don't think they have the pitching to go deep. So that's just that's me being a Cardinals fan, not really watching the AL side, so take it for what it is. That's very respectable. I and also I feel like the one thing I've learned with baseball is unless you're cheating, expect the unexpected <laughs> from the playoffs. I mean, I did not expect the Nationals to win the World Series last year at hey, all, and here we are. Postseason magic, gotta that, love it. I mean, the Nationals aren't even in the playoff picture when it's extended this year. I mean, that's just crazy to think about. Absolutely. Um, but let's move over to the National League side. Um, 
let's talk about the San Diego Padres. And they they get a new they get some new uniforms, they get a little bit of a new color scheme, and they're balling out this year. Are they a surprise to you? They they were pretty decent last year. I think to this caliber, yeah. I think they're I think they're surprising a lot of people in the baseball world right now. You got Machado with his, you know, his ego he has on the field, and then you have the bat of uh Tatis, that's absolutely amazing right now. He's hot. He's top whatever in the home run leading list, and mm-hmm. it, it's it's been a good it's been a good run so far for the Padres. So we'll just have to see how that lasts. Yeah, Eric Hosmer too. Can't can't forget about him. Tell me if I'm wrong here, but they kind of what they remind me of. And hear me out. Don't 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 cut in until. They remind me of the Angels from the beginning of the 2010s. They went out, the Angels went out, got Pujols, got Josh Hamilton, which were these big names. And you saw Machado. I believe they signed someone else that surprised me a few years ago. And obviously with the Angels, it didn't work out. Also the emergence of Mike Trout. Mm. But like you've never seen the Angels become what I think people kind of expected Mm. to. They did something similar in my opinion, but it's worked out better for them in the long run. Would you would you agree with that? Yeah, there's some there's some similar similar characteristics, but I think I don't know. I think Padres have have started this this new age of loving baseball for you know the showy, flashy things. You know, you got you got Tatis stealing bases. You got Manny Machado being Manny Machado. You know, I I think I think they're a force to be reckoned with. I think they're gonna be in the NLCS. I that I like to hear that. Um, I think it's tough because right right now they would have a divisional series Dodgers, against the yeah. Dodgers, which are are one of the toughest teams. They'll choke in the NLCS I, like I love, normal. I love hearing <laughs> that. Um, wow! <laughs> oh shoot. But I love hearing that you think the Padres will be good because they, they've been one of my favorite teams I've paid attention to this year. Um, I call myself a free agent baseball fan with the fact that the Red Sox traded away Mookie Betts. Fair enough. Um, we'll see what happens. But I've enjoyed hearing about the Padres. One of my favorite stories from this year besides Garrett Cole's two complete games without ever pitching nine innings in a baseball game this year has to come from the Padres when they hosted the Tex- uh, Texas Rangers. Keep on wanting to call them the Texans, but that's a football team. <laughs> um, but when they hosted the Rangers, and uh, the Rangers got a little bit butt hurt that they hit, I it was a grand slam, wasn't it? When they were up four or three or four already yeah. towards the end of the game, and then uh, the best part is how the Rangers went on to lose like eight of their next ten games. Um, well, and just like I don't think the I don't think the Padres did anything wrong there. I, I there was if I had a chance to hit a grand slam. Oh, yeah. I would want to hit that grand slam no matter well, what. Well, you're telling a uh, second year Tatis. He's in his second year. You're telling him to not hit a grand slam on a what whatever pitch count. I thought it was three zero. Maybe it's not. But I think it was three zero. The manager of the Padres. I don't remember his name. I remember the story though. He was at in the Rangers organization. I can't remember. I can't remember the story, but that's the reason why they didn't want him to swing, or that's the reason why the manager was upset. 
because this was his first time back in Texas after he had left Texas to go to the Padres to manage. So, tension. Gotta love it. It, I do love it. And I also feel like baseball is one of, especially this year with the fact that there's no fans, there's really not as much pressure in the ballpark. Like, comebacks are, I feel like, easier this year. With the fact that, I mean, we've seen the Miami Heat go down in the Eastern Conference Finals all three games. <laughs> Two of them, they've come back from multiple 10-point uh, deficits to win. And one of them, they came back and at least competed a little bit Saturday night. So, like, it's obvious that in this, like, bubble or, like, the fact that there's no fans in general, comebacks are easier. What was that um, other I mean, uh, NBA team that w- went down 3-1 to one and 2 <laughs> What was Who was that? <laughs> The Denver yeah, Nuggets. The Nuggets. Um, yeah, that's that's, right. they are the comeback kids of the sports world right now. They fit in perfectly with that statement. So I feel like there's no right time to let off the gas pedal in this COVID sports world we're in. So I didn't see anything wrong with what they did, um, obviously. And heck, I mean, again, all fun and games. I, I agree very much with, like, don't let yourself off the gas pedal at all. Mm. I understand it happens sometimes in sports because I sub out, like, the star players so they don't get hurt when they're up by a million. But with baseball, I feel like you don't see that as often just because besides like the one game this year, that was like 28 to two, like most games are like within a few runs, even the ninth inning, even if like one team's had control, like two grand slams is eight points. And like, that's a lot. Like I feel like momentum is bigger than people think in the baseball world. So I want to move over now to, Kind of a hometown team. Neither of us big fans of this team, but I don't think either of us hate this team. The Chicago White Sox. Oh I know coming into the season, uh, pre, pre-podcast, pre I called a friend up, uh, Cooper Goble. Y'all know him. He was on an episode very recently. But I called him up to make sure, because he's the biggest White Sox fan I know. And I, I thought that like preseason, they had some hype to potentially make the playoffs, especially with this expanded playoffs they're doing this year. And he's like, yeah, there was hype. Like, we definitely thought we could make the playoffs, but he's, he did not think, like, the World Series was a likely answer to what could happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, from the excitement levels I got from this man's voice and from what he said, he definitely thinks that the White Sox could do some damage in October. Do you believe the hype? Oh, yeah. And how far do you think they could go this year? So, right now, they got the Indians first round. I think I think they've got it there. Now we're getting into the. I think they got it. Now, there, now, now we're getting into some interesting. So we got the Astros against the Athletics there. Honestly, toss up. You know, we know Astros' track record. So, anyway, so they'll do anything oh, to yeah. win. Literally, <laughs> they will. They will beat the trash yeah. to win again. I think, but I, I think they have ALCS potential for sure. They. They have Jose Abreu. They have Tim Anderson. Like these guys, and who was the what was the pitcher's name who threw? He threw a no hitter right after the I, right after the Cubs threw one. First Chicago no hitter since whenever. This is the great thing about me sitting in front of a computer. I am searching this up as we speak. Still, it's funny. Um, Lucas, I'm not even going to try to pronounce that man's last name. Lucas 
Giolito. Um, ah, Giolito. That's what it is. Giolito. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... August 25th, yep. Same week. Yeah, I don't know. It's. I think they're, they're going to be dangerous. And I think that's what everyone... Tim Anderson's going to... Tim Anderson, Jose Bray, they're just going to... They're going to lead the team to victory. I... I'm going to compare them a little bit to the Yankees here to ask this question, but like, obviously the reason you said you can't see the Yankees winning the world series this year is because of their pitching. Do the white Sox have more potential because they have both sides, both the pitching and the hitting to win this year. I think, I don't know if they necessarily have the talent front and front and back like the Yankees do, but they're playing like, I think the, the difference between them is the, the White Sox are playing like they have something to prove. They're they're playing with the chip on their shoulder, and that's what's winning them games. They're they're just rolling. They they can't stop. They they lost their series recently, but that was like one of what four, three or four series losses this year. Like they're winning ball games. They're they're playing hard. So I think that's what's the motivating factor for them. And those are the teams that are fun to watch. Oh, yeah. so, I mean, those are the teams I think people cheer for. I, I've i definitely seen a lot of fans from the Bloomington area that aren't huge White Sox fans or aren't huge baseball fans in general getting kind of excited over the White Sox. I mean, I'm one of the interesting type of person sports fan that I don't like to cheer for hometown teams. I think it's stupid to connect to a place where you grow up like – that team instead of connecting to a player that really got you into the sport or whatever because like yeah I grew up in Bloomington Illinois and most people are Chicago or St. Louis sports fans but I don't plan to live in Bloomington Illinois or in the Midwest really at all in my adult life so therefore my sports fandom does not matter anymore that I was a Bulls fan because like a well I'm not but like I just think that's a stupid reason to but it still is fun to see the hype around these teams in your area. Oh, yeah. And, like, I understand why people pick those teams as teams to be fans of because they can actually go support that team. But still. But anyways, there's definitely – I've enjoyed hearing about the White Sox hype. I can't say I've enjoyed watching the White Sox because I can't say I enjoy watching baseball for the most part. Um, just a little bit too slow for me, but that's okay. And to wrap up today's episode, I've got a few playoff predictions, off-season predictions, not off-season predictions, but award races. So I want to know who your MVP from both leagues would be as of right now. As of right now. Oh, man. Um, I don't know. What are yours? You tell me yours first. Do you think I I have any predictions for this i'll give you my national league one and it's oh yeah that's just because i love the man i know he's in the race but i'm picking him just because he's my favorite player um i will pull up the award races as we speak um but i (laughs) the american league i don't think i know a single person that is truly in the the okay all right so luke boy right now He's kind of emerging, so I think there's a chance for him. You know, a little shout-out to the St. Louis area people, Luke Boyd. 
You've heard the name. You know it. <laughs> That's AL. I wouldn't necessarily go with him. I'm going with Trout. It, it feels like Trout's always a safe pick. He is uh, a safe pick. It, and it's so funny because, like, when I think of, like, most valuable, like, I agree if they were, like, most outstanding, like, best player. But, like, valuable, like, and I, I agree. Trout's very valuable to his team. But his team's dog shit. Like, let's just be real. Yeah. Like, in the M- NBA, if this was the NBA, like, he would not have – he would maybe have one MVP. But, like, his team's not good enough for him to win an MVP in most leagues. So, the fact that he dominates the American League MVP mm-hmm. race every single year shocks my mind. I would agree he is probably my pick for uh, MVP just looking at this list oh, yeah. and the statistics. But, like, I also don't necessarily agree with the fact that Mike Trout wins the MVP as often as he does. For a guy that I don't think has played a ba- uh, playoff baseball game in his life <laughs> in the MLB. Fair enough. I, I'm going I'm going to pick two, Luke Boyd or Mike Trout. There it is for AL. You heard it here first. Cut to the chase. Um, <laughs> and then over on the National League side, Right now, what the the Instagram page I'm looking at, which is all sports news, I highly recommend anyone who is on Instagram and loves sports to follow them. They're great for sports news, and he's right now doing MLB award watch stuff as well. Oh. He has Mookie Betts as his number two pick. He's got the guy from San Diego as his number one pick, and I I can understand that by looking at the stats. Tatis. But I hope, yeah, Tatis, he's the number one guy. I hope somehow that Mookie Betts. Ends up winning MVP because I just, I love that man. I will never be a Dodgers fan, but I will always cheer for Mookie Betts. Yeah, I'm going Tatis. He's gonna be my only one to pick from then now. He's been lights out since game one of his rookie season. So, and and I will admit, from what I've heard from baseball fans in general, that it seems like. I don't expect him to be unanimous. I don't know really how the MLB works, if it's even a no, chance of likelihood he, that they he won't. won't be unanimous. But but it seems like he's the clear pick to win oh, yeah. the MVP and the National League. Um, and then uh, the last question I have for you, who's playing the World Series, do you think, and who's going to win it right now? I know it's early. I know you're probably going to be wrong. I know I will be wrong. But who do you expect to see in Arlington? And who's going to win? All right. Here's what I have for the ALCS. I won't go straight to the World Series yet. All right? Okay. You're going more in-depth with it than I will be. I will be looking at this playoff picture and pretty much picking two random teams off. It's fine. (laughs) We're going to have the White Sox from the Central and West divisions. Er, yeah. And then we're going to have – Yeah. Gosh. Okay, nope. Here's what we're going to do. Yeah, we're going to do Rays against the A's in the ALCS. Okay. And then we're going to have, I hate to say it, Dodgers against Braves in the NLCS. Oh, you're going with the Braves. You're going with the Braves. Braves You couldn't pick the Cubs even if you tried right now, though, could you? No, they – no, I can't. Sorry. (laughs) They're gonna lose. <laughs> I, when you said I hate to say it, I thought you were gonna say the Chicago nope. Cubs. And my draw was gonna draw. Nope, Braves. Okay. And then uh, so we have Braves are gonna upset the Dodgers for whatever reason. That's what my gut's telling me. 
And okay. the Rays are going to go to the World Series and beat the, who do I say, White Sox? Um, well, your ALCS was the Rays and the Athletics after you changed it from the White Sox. Oh, yeah, so. I did. That I did change it. Yep. Well, regardless, the Rays are winning the ALCS. And then okay. – it's going to be tough, but I think the Rays are going to pull it out. I think I think this is their year. I think they've been disappointed too much in the past that, you know what, COVID doesn't matter to them. They're going to win. <laughs> They're immune. <laughs> Tampa Bay fans, sports fans, were hyped this year because they got Tom Brady thinking that the Buccaneers would bring them a championship. When surprise, it's, the Rays. it's going to be the Rays, according to Matt Minette. You know, I'll I'll do my championship series and my World Series predictions. I think, I think I I agree with you. You've convinced me that the Yankees suck enough to not make the World Series, but I have them in the championship series. Yeah. But the Athletics are going to beat them and go to the World Series. Okay. Um, and then we're going to have, I think the Dodgers dominate the National League. I think they'll go up. Probably against the Cubs. Um, I'm pretty much saying that to suck up to my mother. So, Mom, if you listen to this, I love you. Um, if you don't, I, I really don't know if you listen, if I'm honest. I don't know if my own mother listens to my podcast. Um, but I don't see the Cubs making the World Series. I think we're going to see an Athletics, Dodgers, World Series. And don't say it. Since I can't name. Don't say it. I can't name. Steve Piscotti. He's other. on the team. He's on the Athletics. I can't name an athletics player, so I'm gonna pick the Dodgers to win the World Series. All right, we know who's <sighs> Razor winning it. As you can, as you can tell, I'm a very big baseball fan, of course. Oh shoot! Well, this has been honestly maybe my favorite podcast to do so far. <laughs> so I want to say thank you for coming on. It's been great to catch yeah, up. Yeah, absolutely. Beforehand. Um, it's been great to talk about a sport that I probably should not be talking about, but hey. You know, um, I, I can't say I have any credibility either besides I play it a little bit sometimes, but you know. Hey, you know you know a lot more than I do, so it's it's been a joy. Again, thank you very, very much. Thank you. Um, it's been a great time. Of course, thank you to the listeners. I, I say this after most of my podcasts, but. Again, if you want to be on the podcast for any reason or have any ideas of what we should talk about, please reach out to me. Um, I'm assuming if you listen, you know who I am and have a way to reach out to me. If not, then you're a really loyal, random person. I love you to death for that. Um, but again, thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Matt, for coming Absolutely. on. It's been great. We'll, we'll be talking football. So again, there'll be two straight podcasts without any basketball or very little basketball mention. So you guys have a great night. Have a great day. Have a great week. Um, Whatever it is, just have a great time. Thank you again and peace out.